0: Hey, what's up, friends? And welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh Smith. As always, I start my podcast off by thanking everyone for listening, sharing the podcast, all the feedback, all the messages. It's all greatly appreciated. Uh, do me a favor, though. Start leaving me some more reviews, especially on Apple, so I know what you guys are thinking. And not not even that. Like, Just message me. Let me know what you guys think about the show. Uh, I love interacting with everyone. I love meeting new people. Um this is what makes this whole podcast thing so great is the, uh, the interaction I get to have with you guys. So hit me up and you know, we'll talk about some shit. Um, and that, uh, let me, I'm gonna go ahead and give a shout out to my boy, bam. Again, I haven't done it in a while, but, uh, yeah, guru fishing rods. Make sure you check him out. He's on Instagram at guru fishing rods. Uh, that's, that's, uh, it's a friend of mine who's supporting the show and we're supporting him. And, um, uh, we're gonna do some great things together in the near future. he some giveaways, but, uh, check it out. Guru fishing rods. Um, As far as what's going on up here, as you know, it's still winter. Uh, No big changes. It's still cold. Uh, I'm still looking at going down to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina in March, do some fishing. I've already had some guys reach out to me. We're going to make some shit happen. If you're in that area, let me know. Message me. We'll figure some shit out. I like to drink beer and I like to fish, and that's what we're going to do. So hit me up. Um, This weekend, big weekend for a lot of people. A lot of people down the south in Florida and Georgia getting ready to battle it out. I'm going to give a shout-out to some of my teammates with uh, Tightline Worldwide. Make sure you check them out at Instagram, on, or on Instagram at Tightlines Worldwide. Great team, apparel company. Um, I absolutely love everything they stand for. Just go there and just check them out. Read their mission statement. Um, that They're exactly what I think the fishing community should be all be about. And uh, I love being part of that team. But just some of my teammates, I'll give a shout-out. Uh, Derek Brundle, you should know who he is by now. If not, that's fine. He's about to shock the world. Uh, he's competing in the 10 this weekend, the KBF 10. Uh, he's he's in the house now. He's getting ready to throw down. He's getting ready to shock you all. But uh just give a shout out to him. He's, you know, we we were able to become friends over the last season in the Northeast. Got to meet him, his wife. Just awesome dude. And I wish him nothing but the best. Win, lose, draw, whatever. He's a he's a friend of mine, and I'm 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 backing him up 110. Uh, my other guy, Rob. He's down there. Not only is he a, a great angler, but he's also a, you know a, a damn fine singer. He's a country musician. Traveling singer Or traveling musician Um I wish I could I don't have it off the top of my hand What his Instagram is But uh Be on the lookout Uh But just wanna give you guys a shout out Good luck Be safe Can't wait to hear how you guys do Um That's about it Uh Going I'll take that back Lake Seminole's coming up My next guest Uh Kate Uh Captain Fields She wants me to call her Kate But she uh She's at She's getting ready to go down to Georgia right now She's gonna be competing At um Lake Seminole The Hobie event And uh Dude, I was so honored to have her on my show. At first, I didn't think she was going to come on, but I was able to convince her to do it, and she crushed it, man. She uh she really changed my outlook on how I look at things as far as like tournament fishing, you know, like how how much I'm willing to invest or how much I'm willing to get get like get you know, get into it. Um I feel you know, like you know, she um she was nervous. You know, she she's a noob. She'll admit it, but she's going down there to battle out with some of the you know, the country's finest um and she's doing it because she loves the sport and she loves the people and you know i think that's what this is all about and it kind of changed the way i looked at things i might be doing some hobie events here in the near future even though i said i wouldn't um but she's just she's just a great person who who's had some struggles that she had to overcome but she did it and she, she's found ways to be successful uh in the sport of kayak fishing and it was an absolute honor to have her on the show i can't wait to hear from her again and katie if you're listening good luck at lake seminole you know kick some ass for me but anyways done rambling as always thanks for listening and enjoy the show All right, Catherine. We're recording. How are we doing tonight?
1: Uh, I am doing excellent. Happy is it Wednesday? We're at Wednesday, so happy hump day,
0: Josh. Yeah, we're so. halfway through, right?
1: <laughs> right, right. It's so, nice uh, to meet you, by the way.
0: Yeah, it is. That's what I was gonna say. It's uh, that's one thing I love about the podcast is uh, I'm getting to meet different people, different fish, you know, anglers across the country, and uh, you know, it's it's cool. So since I don't know you all that well, besides through Instagram and Facebook, let's go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Just kind of uh, who you boy. are, what you done, what's going on in your life right now. All right.
1: Well, <clears throat> Catherine Field, but you can call me Kate. Um, gosh, get to know me. I mean, my Instagram and my Facebook, they're, they're a part of me. Um, I don't talk about my work a lot. I'm a <clears throat> community manager. I work in the video game industry. So uh, I've been doing that about a decade, and... Um, yeah, so that's, I spend my whole day pretty much on the internet, <laughs> building online communities, dealing with gaming trolls, that whole toxic sewage world, that is that is uh, the tears I drink for nourishment, so <laughs> that's where I live, um, and uh, I love kayak fishing, and I'm sort of recently into it, so that's sort of m- me in a very basic nutshell about what i do um is there anything specific you had about that or
0: well no like tell me more about this video <laughs> game stuff it's uh because <laughs> i mean like you've been in for 10 years like yeah. i want to i want to I know a little bit about it. how you got into it exact you know <clears throat> oh was, god is this something you're planning on doing what you know
1: no <laughs> <laughs> no okay well it's sort of hard to condense your life here and i'll try not to make this like an oprah dr phil kind of thing but um you know, uh, a lot of my adult career has been, um, I had some illness, and so it was a lot of what can I do versus what would I like to do. Um, before my um, entry into gaming, I was a research tech. I did neuroimaging research for another decade <laughs> at the University of Washington. So I did um, functional MRI research, uh, structural MRI research in TBI, HIV, associated dementia, Parkinson's, Huntington's, um, Down syndrome, autism, all kinds of crazy nerdy stuff, (laughs) um, working with a, a magnet. So, um, I did that at the university of Washington for a long time, but, um, as my illness progressed, I had to get an implant device, um, it's a, called a spinal cord stimulator implant, which meant I couldn't do my job any, anymore. I sort of like redefined my life, and suddenly I couldn't do what I had been doing. So um, I got the implant, which meant I couldn't be around any kind of magnet. So that right. sucked. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and I was I was big into gaming. I did sort of my own created player events and different MMOs that I was playing And uh, a friend of mine got hired by Turbine and she's into their community team. And I was like, wait a minute, you can make a career at doing what I'm doing. Okay. So um, I started doing just some play testing stuff for Microsoft. I was like their token female gamer for (laughs) for a lot of different things. Um, And then I got my sort of, the gaming industry is a lot about getting your foot in the door. So I got my foot in the door on a sort of an independent studio on an MMO and uh, started out in customer service. uh, Then liaison worked with uh, their community team, did stuff in testing, did stuff sort of interning with the production team. And it just sort of grew from there. I've gone, uh, I've worked a triple a MMOs. I've worked small little games. I've worked everything uh nc soft ea bethesda i worked at um wizards of the coast so magic the gathering dungeons dragons online
0: okay uh, so i'm sort of a geek <laughs> I, <laughs> so, I, I, I was gonna say that because I, I have no idea what you're talking about right now but i think there's gotta be at least i gotta have at least one nerd who listens to me who's like
1: right right. so and right now i've sort of redirected i i've I, the thing about the industry is that it's pretty cutthroat and brutal and you get laid off a lot. So, you know, after about three different companies in three States and three years, I went, uh, did some e-commerce for a while and then got back with this other company in Utah. So I've been there about four years now and, um, really focused actually now on, on, kids games. So that's what I'm doing primarily. Um, my game's got like 110 million players, Oh, wow. it's a it's a busy busy life but uh fishing for me is sort of the balance to that insanity
0: <laughs> so right. well let's, yeah. let's go from there that's uh like, let's let's talk about how we got to fishing and you know what ultimately led to you getting to a kayak
1: okay well um again uh sort of a i don't know i guess a crossroads in my life um i fished when i was a little kid uh, with my grandparents, my parents. Um, I grew up on an island up in the Pacific Northwest. So primarily saltwater fishing. We did do some trout fishing and stuff like that out, out in the desert and stuff like that, but, um, primarily saltwater. Um, but again, I got sick and that meant I couldn't fish anymore. I didn't fish for probably 20 years. And, um, when I moved here, I just I was a little better, and I was tired of just basically working nonstop. And Utah has an amazing uh, blue water trout fishery. I'm big into trout. So I'd go up, and I was able to finally go out and sit on the bank and fish and was catching these monster trout up there. And I just wanted to not be on the bank anymore. So it was really a crossroads of, of my abilities getting to the point that I could push beyond my bubble and try and go and do stuff and wanting to get off the bank. And I, um, I'm a little bit of a gambler, which is certainly nice about Utah. I live next to Nevada. Um, so I was at a casino and I, uh, took 200 bucks and went to the $5 slots and said, I'm going to take 20 swings, hit bet max. And, about halfway through, I won a jackpot on that. And so I realized, <laughs> and I have money. So I was like, what am I going to do? I want to get a boat. And then I realized a boat's way too much. And I uh, was searching on the internet and I was trying to think, how can I? I was looking at old used boats. I was looking at just right. the biggest uh, money pits you could ever want to
0: put in
1: a trailer. And uh I saw, I was looking, I saw just this random video, and it was Ryan Lambert on a, on a Titan, um, fishing from that, and I didn't know anything about bass fishing, or I just zoned in like, that dude is on this kayak, I thought kayaks were like these little, you know, I'm from Pacific Northwest, like, right. you're like, in, in there, and you're gonna, if they're narrow, and I'm just like, I'm a big girl, that ain't gonna happen, but like, <laughs> there's some big dudes on these kayaks. This is pretty cool. So I started looking around some more and I saw, um, I think it was a headwaters kayak video that they did comparing the native Titan 13.5, 12 and 10. And in that video, Greg Blanchard did a headstand on, on the Titan. And I was like, okay, if that dude can do a headstand, like I might go check these out. But, um, Utah has no dealerships for kayaks of anything. Okay. So so there's no place you can go look at uh anything. You have to drive to another state to do that. So um so I ordered my Titan online sight and scene, not ever being in a kayak, just leap of faith. <laughs> so so which is a whole nother interesting story about ordering your kayak online, but I mean it
0: worked. So <laughs> And so, do you fish in Utah? Utah Utah's like uh, it's it's one of my bucket lists. I've always wanted to go there. Um, Everything about it, you know, I just it's like I'm destined to go there eventually. I just got to find the time. But uh, I didn't know there was very many fisheries there. Like when I think of Utah, I think of deserts. I think of the uh, the arches, and I see like old ancient rivers going through canyons and you know Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, Is it is it a Utah?
1: That is definitely a part of Utah and that's more sort of southern southeast utah um but the majority of the really good fishing in utah is um between five and eleven thousand feet (laughs) so you know it's uh there's a, a really excellent it's some of the most renowned trout fishing in the world um there is bass fishing here but our bass i mean they're under ice Five or six months out of the year in most most of the lakes that mm-hmm. we have, um, except for in the far south. But um, so we, the smallmouth is I wouldn't say they're awesome compared to what I see people in some of the northern states pull out like these monster smallies. Right. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, really? I fished all of July in the KBF Challenge catching smallies, and all I got was 11.75. I couldn't measure a single <laughs> Smallmouth for an entire month. I just kept catching 11.75s and uh, that's hard. It's hard here. So our, our local uh, club is an amazing club, Kayak Fishing Utah. It's run by uh, Aaron Mathis and Joe Randall. I
0: recognize and, uh, Aaron Mathis. I, I've talked about him a few times on cool. social media.
1: Really cool and a very welcoming group of people. Um, but they they've been running that. But our because of our fishery like when we do our local region like i know it's gonna sound bad but like our minimum is eight inches and it isn't because well maybe we do all suck maybe <laughs> but i don't think so i don't think so but uh it's just our fishery they don't they don't have the forage they don't have right. the chance of like california get up to 20 there might be a 26 one in one of the southern lakes but that's one smart old fish
0: so, <laughs> Right. So um, um, have, have you been able to travel and have gone to like other states and like you know, get a hold of some good fishing or, you know, some of the bigger fish throughout the country?
1: Mm, this year is going to be the,
0: f- the first year. <laughs> we'll we'll right. get into that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year was my first year. So when I got my kayak, I just got it, like I said, to get off the bank and go trout fish. And I met these people uh, this group of people kayak fishing Utah. And they're like, Oh yeah, well we do bass tournaments. And I'm like, what the heck is, what do you mean a kayak tournament? I didn't know anything about that. I never fished for bass ever in my life. And so I, I went, um, I went and fished for about four and a half months down in the Southern Lake and never caught a thing. Like every weekend, just skunk, (laughs) skunk, skunk. I didn't know what I was doing. I just would watch like, Videos on YouTube and like buy pretty lures and throw them in and and try and catch something and finally just started working at it and piecing things together. But um, so last year was I did all the tournaments, all the live tournaments around Utah. So we have like our own local trail. And then um, I like to go out in the middle of nowhere and explore things. So I went out in the Great Basin. I went out to Flaming Gorge. I've been a few different places, but. You know, those are some big waters, by the way. It's right. you know, like, hey, I'll just go to Flaming Gorge and I'll just get in my kayak and chase kokanee around. But it's it is no joke up there. People, it's deep
0: too. It's deep too, right?
1: It's deep and it's pretty brutal. The weather changes a lot pretty quickly here because of the you know we're at the beginning
0: of the Rockies, so it's a uh, it's no joke <laughs> for sure. So how like not to get too you know, talk about what you want to talk about, but like how has uh getting into the kayak with uh you know, your illness and things, is it was it was it easy? Is it is it something that you have to uh you know find ways to cope with or does it bother you at all? Like I mean being on a kayak, I mean sometimes it it, it messes with my back and I you know, I got yeah I got some back issues myself, but mine's from being uh young and stupid and catching up with me.
1: Yeah, it's um I'm pretty much pushing the envelope all the time. Um, but like I said, I, I went from, you know, I used to be young and athletic and I, I woke up, um, when this thing kicked it, I got like sick, like I got a virus and then my immune system went in the trash and I woke up one morning and my leg was paralyzed. And so, you know, I had to learn to walk, do a lot of other, things, <laughs> you know, have an independent life and be productive. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the kayak the Titan is about the most I can handle as far as weight. I'm pretty careful on a uh, you know after a while paddling i don't I don't feel parts of my legs and stuff, so so it's just I just keep going and right. just focus on the fishing because when you're in the moment, it doesn't really matter, right right once you can get out there, it doesn't matter. The in and out part of the kayak is really difficult, but. I mean, it's not easy for anybody really. Well, unless you like, I don't know, right. loof, rig, or something, but, oh. <laughs> but you can do it. And I guess that's what I would like to say is, you know, if you have some limitations or you're an, an older person or whatever, like, there are ways to do it. And you just got to go slow and just, if you're determined enough, you can get it in and out. And once you get it in and out, you're, I mean, you can get on the water and go fish, and you're just in the moment, and it's calming and peaceful, and it's, it's to me, very healing to be out there, so.
0: Right. Now, um, do you have, like, are you fishing, are you kind of like a loner fisher, are you fishing with people, Um, like, are you actually in the club up there in, uh, like, the, the Utah yeah. Area?
1: yeah, I'm in the club. Um, I will say utah is a different it's its own little beast um the club is very welcoming i i do uh go meet up with people on different meetups and and fish or i'll see them out there when we practice um but uh you know stuff as far as outside of the club it's very utah the you know don't don't hurt me utah people but it's very insular uh society here um, so it's hard to meet people i'm not i'm not mormon so it's hard to be meet right. people that are similar interests i get a lot especially as a as a gal out on the lake i get a lot of like you know is your husband gonna come by with the <laughs> truck or you know uh, old or I
0: shit. A, you know uh, you know i
1: go with, wear all this jacket and stuff and I got my PFD on and like this guy comes up and he just sort of stops halfway and he's like I didn't know you was a woman. Oh so Jesus. Like, Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, buddy. You know, but uh it's it's a little different sometimes around here, but um but I I like being able to go fish with other people. Um it it's not a frequent occurrence. I do I do like to go by myself as well, but um, I would say, I, if anything, I'd like to say, I, this summer or this fall, I went to the Worldla- Worldwide Women's Fishing Federation Kayak Angling Experience event. It's like, the right. <laughs> but it was um, about 50 or so of the most amazing Uh, women anglers that I've ever met and I got to fish for the first time really fish with other women and it just like blew my mind it was such a life-changing experience so I would say you know if you're a female angler thinking about getting into kayak fishing definitely on Facebook check them out that was a group founded by uh Amanda Brannon and Christine Fisher and Mel Isaac and then just some amazing some amazing sponsor support so there's some of the coolest women I have ever met there.
0: Nice, yeah, I definitely heard about that. I remember people posting stuff about it. Um, so you you started pretty much your uh, your tournaments, whatever. Uh, you got you got the bug probably in 2019. Uh, it looks like you qualified for the national champion. Ship yeah. And it's also, you know, like I can't wait to hear you talk because, you know, I read your Instagram posts and you, you kind of wear your heart in your sleeves and, and you talk a lot about your journey I, through this. I don't really crazy. hide much. So what? Uh, <laughs> don't really hide much. But. Yeah, no, it's all it's good shit. Um, but uh, you know, just I mean, like it's a big deal. Like I mean, I try to, I, I'm still trying to get to the national championship. Um, uh, what you like? How how did your season go? Like I mean, this was a new thing to you. You got, you know, you had to pick up a few different skills. You had to learn you know, how to, you know, how to, uh, eliminate water, you know, all these things, like what made you successful in 2019 that, that, that led to you being able to go to the national championship and to give you the confidence to go to 2020 with, uh, you know, like you're grabbing the bull by the horns. Yeah. You're like, you're you're getting I, after girl. I, um, yeah, I'm
1: not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to say in the back row, <laughs> but basically time on the water, that is what it comes down to. Right. And I, when I, about the middle of summer, I think I was watching Christine Fisher, and she was talking about time on the water. And I realized when I first started the tournaments, people are like, oh, we're going to go practice. I'm like, practice what? You just show up and throw your line in. And that's the stupidest thing I'd ever heard. And I was really wrong about that. I think that practice has a definite place. And I really needed it in a major way. So time on the water. So when I realized that, I really committed myself in the summer. I switched. I had my birthday, I don't know call it midlife crisis, but I decided that I was going to fish between my that birthday and the next one, 250 days in that in that 365. And that has really helped open my eyes to what it really takes to put your time in and learn things and be conscious about that and try and learn how to learn different techniques. I'm, I'm starting from scratch as a noob. Right. I mean, really last year was the first time I ever caught a bass. Right. And I, I, I progressed my way up through um, the different tournaments. And by the end I was really sort of like, it was clicking for me. It's clicking for me. And so I haven't stopped fishing, since the 2019 season, I never stopped. So I've been, it's, everything started freezing up here about end of October, first part of November in this part of Utah. So every, you know, I'll fish during the week. I have like a marina that's got like a geothermal flow. So it's got like, I've got like an acre area that isn't frozen that I can fish in before work or after work. And then every Friday night I drive five or six hours south and I go fish and then drive back for work on Monday in my kayak just to try and get better and learn new things and oh that's, that's awesome. i know it's pretty insane probably
0: no i, said, no, I mean I, I, I like to jump on your the, the bandwagon like uh, that's what you know because it's frozen here too i'm in upstate new york like our lakes like it's ice fishing we got all the uh you know all, everyone's out there they're drilling holes drinking beer and uh you know i'm gonna do a little bit of it but that's not really like i don't i'm from florida originally so I don't want to go hang out in the ice if I don't have to. So, um, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at making trips down south, uh, especially in the next month or two, um, and going down to like some of those southern lakes. You know, maybe like a you know, five six hour drive and uh, get ready for the 2020 season. Like, you know, uh, better myself. Uh, you know, start working those things that I had a hard time with last year that you know I think will make me successful this year. So I I like it. I think that's good shit. I like driving I, six hours, you know, spending your weekend fishing. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can do it. So. But here's the thing like I'm sure there's some people who are going to say what the hell this chick doesn't know and I, I am going to be a first to tell you I don't know don't come to me for any advice <laughs> because I'm for sure going to do it wrong whatever wrong is right. I'm probably going to do it the way that you aren't doing it and and that's fine but and I'm sure there's some people that are saying you know this gal what the heck we should not you shouldn't you should go do smaller stuff first and work your way up and but see i live in the west and i don't think unless you are in the kbf west region where i live you have no clue about how difficult it can be to fish when your region is half the entire united states and you have fish like i have my fishery it's it's basically you compete against california so if i want to go fish anywhere i'm at least gonna have to drive across half the united states anyways to go fish in a california trail right so why not go fish yeah to bos on the other half of the united i mean i gotta go to one half of the other so to me to grow and to learn i'm just putting the pedal to the metal. And I'm just going to go out there and do it. And I'm going to fail. And I'm going to get beat really bad. And I'm going to learn a lot. And that's really what I'm there for is to learn a lot. And, you know, if I do great, awesome, right? I I mean, I'm a competitor. I'm going to compete. And I'm going to try and kick people's ass. But I'm probably (laughs) going to be like, I have realistic expectations. It's like, I'm going to try and kick your ass. But I'm probably going to be in last place. But (laughs) if I beat somebody just one spot then you know
0: we should accomplish right it's really weird like with me when it comes to the tournament like i'm completely opposite than you um yeah i talked to another podcast a little bit too like i'm not a and it's really funny i've been competitive my whole life i've done crazy extreme sports and uh i was very competitive like just very grimy and just it was all about it you know whatever it was but with with kayak fishing it's like i put the i'm very hesitant with how how much i invest uh how much i jump in mainly because of the uh like the family aspect, because there's so much I gotta think about uh, as far as like what I'm willing to invest and what I'm willing to, you know, sacrifice my family. Because the end of the day, it's I mean, to the age where like things just aren't that important to me as, as, uh, as it used to be. But you know, I think it's uh, you know, if you got the if you got the ability and you and you got the heart and and you're willing to go, do, you know, put yourself out there. I don't, I think it's I think it's awesome. Um, but I mean, it's gotta be it's, it's pretty ballsy though. <laughs> <Nothing about that>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. I don't know. So you got to understand, I'm coming from a situation where, where I couldn't put my own underpants on. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm coming from the bottom of dark, darkest survival right. mode. And so the chance to do this, like, it's like a, a dream. Like I never thought I would achieve. And, and there's, that's what, you know, I, to me, it, it's, it's like, why not? Why not go for it? Because tomorrow's not guaranteed. I can't say because this thing comes and goes. So like I had my paralysis. I got over that. And then years later, the thing reactivated and it torched uh, my thoracic nerves. And so it was like broken ribs every breath. So, you know, there's nothing guaranteed. And so if something's working and you're having fun and you can afford to do it and to me, why not? Life's too short, and I'm having a blast. Yeah. And it's it, to me, it's if you know, I've I don't have any tie downs really, right? I've worked my ass off. I'm financially stable. I don't have any debt. I'm just gonna go for it and have fun. And um,
0: you know, you know we'll it, see what happens. Well, I mean, like that. The world needs people like that, right? I mean, that's how that's, that's where inspiration comes from. That's where. You know, people can find, you know, find ways to be motivated, uh, you know, through other people's stories. And it, I, I like it. I mean, it fires me up. I'm like, well, maybe I can convince my wife to let me go do the hope. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see about that. You know what you got to do is get your wife to come with you. Okay? That's, that's, that's my next big thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I just recently got her to like me, love me, marry me. Now it's going to be like, hey, can we, can we go do some of the things that I want to do <laughs> together?
1: <laughs> I guarantee you she's going to be like, why aren't we going kayak fishing yet?
0: Yeah, I'm going to sneak it in there somehow. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the goals i mean so the one that i'm really you know like stoked for you about i can't wait for you to do it is the uh you know the seminal lake up in uh i think it's what uh, georgia yeah now that's uh that's a long drive for you um i'm flying you're flying yeah whose who's kayak are you borrowing?
1: uh christy fisher found uh a kayak with ryan lambert so i'm not sure exactly whose it is just yet i it was two people, but I'm not sure. I'll find out. But uh, so they're being very kind to me. I'm like I'm like the bad news bears Pee Wee player that shows up at like the World Series, and they're like pat me on the head and like okay go go float around. But uh, so hopefully they don't kill me for saying that. But I really so I I was trying to think about how to go do these things. I actually was like maybe I should get one of these NRS inflatable kayaks. I can just like load it up on an airplane and like pump it up and kill myself out there on a lake and just you know try it but um so they're very kind and, and trying to help me out there so i'm gonna fly out there in like a red eye and just go i've never been to georgia i've never fished a southern lake i've never caught bass that aren't outside of the rocky mountain region so I that know, got, you know, our grass it, I... lake like everything i fish is completely different right i fish I've been pulling, I've been Ned rigging at like 50 feet for bass, right? So I'm gonna go to something that they're all in like grass and I don't even know what hydrilla is, whatever. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll discover it.
0: So what's your so what's your approach to it? I mean, uh, it's a new lake. Uh, it's gonna be uh, some different techniques. Are you getting down there early enough to maybe uh, work with Christine Fisher or anyone else there that's gonna kind of show you some no, of the roads? Maybe- I
1: mean. Uh, I don't want anybody to show me what to do. I mean, that doesn't help me. They can give me advice and say, you might want to try this. But I I don't know. Maybe I'm too prideful. I want to do it myself. But I've, I've been watching a lot of videos. I've done a lot of study. I've been reading a lot. I've been looking at maps. I mean, I have some ideas. And so I've been using some of this winter to learn new techniques. And so I'm gonna bring those with me and try them and you know, we'll find, we'll just see what happens. I mean, you never know, it could be it could be the spawn up there or it could be a cold snap comes in yeah. and, and I'm sort of, I'm hoping it's not a cold snap because the idea of things not frozen sounds really nice. But at the same time, I sort of want it because I'm like, that's my life right now is <laughs> like cold snap. I've been like fishing in the cold so, everybody else is going to be, uh, you know, bundled up and freezing, and I'll be in flip-flops
0: and else? You know. <laughs> it, is, it is really weird about Georgia that time of year. I'm, a, I'm from that area. Um, it's, I would say mostly it's, you know, 45 to 60 degrees. But, you know, come February, the temperatures can still drop to, like, 20s and 30s. Hell, they can drop to, like, those frozen temperatures. They don't last very long, but uh, you never um, know.
1: Um, but I, but pretty sure that if the temperature drop like that the fish are going to freak out right so it changes it it changes everything so um I don't know I'm just gonna go and try and learn and do my best and just experience the whole thing experience the whole the whole community it's my first national tournament it's my first everything tournament really so uh.
0: yeah I mean this is great (laughs)
1: insane it it
0: really is it, <laughs> it, is. Really it is it is you're, you're insane. i like it i like a little i, crazy. I
1: mean, i'm like putting my net in my rod holders and stuff all in my suitcase and i mean it's crazy
0: i love <laughs> it it's, i think it's badass oh uh, uh, so how many days are you going down prior like are you making this a, like a vacation two days prior so you can-
1: i'm flying in the middle of the night so i'm like red eyeing on wednesday night getting thursday morning um gonna pick up the kayak Sort of the middle of the day, maybe get some pre-fishing in, hopefully, and then Friday pre-fish,
0: and then uh, Saturday, all oh,
1: hell breaks loose. <laughs> That's
0: what happens. I, I'm stoked for you. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you'll get, 'cause you know, it sounds like you guys don't have like the uh, the big giant bass that uh, a state like Georgia will produce. And I hope you get hooked on one, um, especially in the grass. Uh, I hope I hope you I hope you learn to love the I love the grass. That's my favorite place to fish. Oh, no, we
1: don't even have grass lakes. We have. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, for for what I knew about Utah, I didn't know you guys had grass at all. I thought it was all desert and. uh...
1: I know, right? Right? No, there's some grass down there. Our our lakes are primarily, um, you know, man-made reservoirs to catch the snowpack, and so they're just whatever they flooded. And there's not a lot of trees here, so you know, down it's just ravines, not a lot of structure and uh it's pretty crazy you pretty much fish ledges that are about this much change and hope you get a fish in it
0: so all right so uh that's the big thing that's coming up uh what, what else what else you got going on 2020 uh you uh you qualified for national championship uh it's, it's, it's a long year a lot of stuff going on but how <laughs> the
1: you know, huh? like three ring circus and it like yeah. what is it like six or seven hundred people i don't I don't uh, even see. I feel sorry for the 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 lake, man. I just don't yeah. see how the fish are gonna even.
0: I've talked about it a lot. Like I, I can't really talk a lot of shit about it because I haven't ever been to it. And like for what it sounds like it sounds like it's a gr- like a great event. Like as far as like the interaction with people and you know it's a big spectacle. But you know, I'm like you. Know, I think about the fish and I'm like, that's a lot of people pre-fishing. That's a lot of that's a lot of boats. I mean, that's like, how many hundreds and thousands of fish are being caught you know, in this, you know, let's say week time period. And like, I'm like you, I'm like.
1: It's yeah. like, I think of it like a tagged fish tournament, <laughs> you know, like uh, there's like a hundred tagged fish out there. And that's pretty much how, who's going to win it is, yeah. who Gets the tagged fish in a way. Um, I don't, I can't, you know, I'm not experienced enough to say how it goes. I'm just going to go out there and wing it and enjoy the experience. I, to me, I love fishing. I'm multi-species. I love catching bass. But what makes a difference for me is really the kayak community. I'm a community manager. Like, community is my thing. And there's very few communities out there like the kayak community. And to me, that's really what I want to be there with my people, really, is what my chance to be with my peeps, right, and and be a part of something – Uh, bigger than myself and and enjoy that so and if i catch like the stupidest fish in the lake that actually decides to take my lure great you know but i don't have very high expectations of that at all i just i don't see in my brain i can't see how that works because i've had some tournaments i did where there was like 40 or 50 of us on a small lake and it's like every 25 yards or 30 yards is another kayak and i'm just like you're just like in your like little spot, you know. You don't want to leave your little spot because you're gonna to go to the next spot and there's like three other dudes there. So yeah. I don't, I don't see how that actually logistically functions. I mean, yeah. it sounds great, but it also sounds like the antithesis of everything I love about kayak fishing, you know? Right. So
0: no, I, I like those are things I've been thinking about. Those are things I've been asking a lot of these, cause, you because know, I've had the, uh, I've had two pests you know, national champions on the show. I've had multiple people who, who've, been, who've had multiple uh, appearances at the national championship. And like, that's what I'm trying to learn. It's like, how, you know, how's that? What is that like? I mean, like, it, like the hardest part of the, the day is going to be trying to find a parking spot, you know, or a, a ramp or, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. I
1: don't I would... want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just terrible. That is like, that's like my least favorite thing. That's where I'll just be like, F it. I'm going to go to like park in some, you know, roundabout
0: somewhere I can find and yeah
1: I, I I I don't do well with that kind of big kind of crowd so I
0: don't uh, know I don't know right now I love this I love the trail events uh I'm debating like you're you're, you're kind of getting me all fired up so I might actually just do the hobie up here and uh do it <laughs> don't, you, don't you give me no sass <laughs>
1: come on hey I mean how far of a drive is it You
0: should no have... <laughs> there, 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 there's no reason for me not to do it except for the uh what, like, what I'm willing to invest as far as financially for this tournament season. Cause I got to think about the, I don't know. I'm making excuses. I'm going to shut up for you. Make fun of me. Um, not, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no. but I mean, when you say, you know how much you're investing, I mean, I assume it's cause you want to get some back, but a lot of what you're going to get back. Isn't going to be what you put in your pocketbook. It's going to be what you get back and what you learn in the relationships and the networking that you're going to make and just, the
0: whole experience, life's all about experiences, and for a couple hundred bucks, I mean, that's cheap. Well, no, I agree I agree, 100% with you. I'm talking about, like, you know, if I'm doing, depending on how many tournaments I want to do this year, like, what my goals are as far as, uh, you know, where I want to rack my points up at as far as, like, an angler of the year. Like, these are some of the things I think about that I'm, no, I'm probably nowhere near good enough to be thinking about anyway. But there's a the thing I think about is, like, I could do one Hobie event or go do multiple uh, trail events because they're they're about $150 cheaper, uh, the skill level, you know, because like I said, we got we got it's huge up here in the Northeast. We got we got a Northeast uh, trail event. It's all within like six to seven hours away from me, so it's like I can do all those, make it to like some of the uh, the bigger events that, that those lead to. But I mean, or I might be able to do both. I don't know, but you know, it's but adding that two hundred fifty dollars takes away from the uh, the tournament fund that my wife gave me, so I had to like be strategic where you know where I'm gonna go, how much money I'm gonna pay. <laughs> I don't yeah. think gonna, I don't think I'm gonna get a lot out of it. Well, I think I think the biggest thing is like how much i can do in one in one season if yeah. that makes sense.
1: You know. no that's fair i get i get where you're going with that and you know for me it's like i want to do it all and you can't so um this year uh thank you chad hoover for putting in some trails in my area we're actually going to have one in utah nice. and there's one in arizona and there's one in colorado and so i'm, I'm very happy happy that that's gonna happen because when he came out with the west region um announcement i was sort of rude i was like this is bs like you don't know what you're doing and i'm sort of smack talked the big daddy and i thought for sure i was gonna get banned but you know he changed his mind thank you aaron mathis um (laughs) talking to him but, uh, you know, he put those things out there because we do have such a growing community here. And it's really, um, if you look at like, especially like the onlines, like people would say, I try and get people to go compete with me like, hey, let's go fish this. And none of them want to do it because it's like, hey, I'm a, all I'm doing is giving 30 bucks to a guy in California because our fish can't even, they're not comparable. Right. And so it, it'll be nice to have some that are sort of on local turf and hopefully maybe whether it's Hobie or Bass or, or, or KBF, um, we'll have some more regional stuff. Maybe even, even if it's like Lake Havasu or some, some places in Arizona or something like that, that's, that's not on the edge. You know, you have your choice at East coast or the very edge or the West coast, Um, something in the middle. I mean, I feel sorry for the guys up in the Pacific Northwest who I mean, yeah. it's the same way. It's the exact same way they're competing against the same thing. And it's, it's a very hard division. I know there's business reasons behind that and there's financial motivations behind that, but for the anglers that really want to get in it, it's a big hurdle to try and, and get that kind of competition and, and drive and do that, you right. know, time off work,
0: you know, all that stuff. So yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was all good. I really appreciate it. So we'll wrap this thing up. I just gotta, we'll go over a few things. Um, you've already talked about like like why you're like what fishing really means to you. Like and like, you know, I don't, it's it seems like it's done. It's done a lot for you. But if you had to really like break it down, like what is fishing for you? Um, I mean like to me it seems like you're not like you're competitive, but you're not competitive at the same time. If that makes any sense, like you're going for the experience. And if you if you crush a few souls, you're okay <laughs> with that too. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: Well, look, I mean, I, I fish because I love it. I just love it. I don't mind. I love catching anything. And if you ever watch my videos, I'm just as excited catching a stupid little white bass as I am something monstrous. Um, it's just something that I really enjoy. Um, I don't have a lot of motivation um, as far as I want to win money at all. Um, that's nice but that's not really why I'm doing it. I like the competition point part of it. I like um, trying to compete against people who I know are really good and learning from that and learning each time. But I don't know, maybe I'm just sort of quirky like that, but like I have like the really weird thoughts in my head. Like what if I did really good? Like, and won one of these things, like what would I even do? Like, (laughs) it's not even like, what would I do? And, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, I think like the KBF national championship is like, Oh, you, you have this chance to win this huge chunk of money and meh. meh. Like, I like <laughs> yeah, like really, I mean, I think about that. Like, what would I do? But there's, I, that's just cause I'm in a position for me that it's just not a, fo- it's not a focus, but. Right. No, that's I don't weird. know. Maybe I'm, I'm weird. And I don't, that's not to at all go against people who are trying to make a living at that and have that, you know, I might feel differently. If I get laid off next week, I might be like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm totally different about that. But for now, you know, I'm okay. So.
0: Nice. That's well said. Um, all right. Well, that's all I really want to go over. Is there anything that you, you know, I don't know if you have any sponsors or whatever, but <laughs> Is there anybody you want to thank or anything you want to thank that, you know, that, I, I, I talk to people who have sponsors and they're pro staff nerds and uh, there's, all, there's all kinds of stuff going on. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know if there's anyone you just want to thank that's kind of helping you with your, uh, your fishing life or anything at all. This is kind of your time to uh, give back or you know, whatever it is that you need to do before we do this up.
1: I, I just want to give a big shout out to all the ladies in the worldwide uh, Women's Fishing Federation because They're some of the most supportive, incredible, giving, wonderful human beings who also fish that I've ever met. And, you know, please, if you you guys are thinking about that, ladies, go check them out. There's just so many, there's so many women out there. And I I don't even want to try a name, names, because I'll feel bad that I forgot somebody in the heat of the moment. But, um That has been really life-changing for me. And I just would like to see more women, you know, go out and compete in some of these tournaments. There's not, you know, maybe they're worried about what am I going to do if I'm out in the water and I got to take a piss? (laughs) It's a serious issue. Serious stress for ladies, I'm telling you. Um, Or just, you know, I don't feel I have enough skills or I'm sure somebody's going to judge me. Like, I have all those same angsty issues and I, I waffle from them but i hope that they can feel inspired that you know if a middle-aged fat chick can go out there and just go for it then you can do this too like start with your local clubs do some onlines go to some trails or whatever or just say heck with it and you know if you've got the gumption for it go for these bigger things but why not like life's short go fish have fun
0: awesome Awesome. Well, it wasn't that bad, huh? The whole podcast thing?
1: <laughs> nah, you know, i have sort of, despite what I put on, a, you know, social media, I'm still sort of a private person, especially when it comes to some of my own struggles. Right. So, you know, I have some hesitation about that. And plus, I'm a complete noob. And I know there's some pretty judgy dudes out there like, oh, my God, whatever. Yeah. But hey, guys, see you at the tournament. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. See what
0: well, oh, I really appreciate it. Uh I enjoy talking to you. I want to talk to you again. Uh let's uh, let's let you go to battle, go cash some checks, you know, kick some asses. Uh <laughs> whatever you're gonna be whatever you are gonna, gonna be doing down there in the All south. Right. Uh but uh you know, let's do it again, uh, sometime mid season and good luck and have right. tons of fun for me.
1: I will. Thanks a lot, Josh.
0: All right, Thank take it guys. easy. Bye.